All right, so we got uh, Adam Hambrick on uh, New in Nashville. How you doing, my dude? I'm doing good, man. How are you today? One of the reasons we were talking about having you on is because uh, we were trying to get you out for golf and guitars. The funny thing is, I guess I'm telling you that you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, before, we t- before we talked just now, I... I kind of didn't have any idea I was doing it, but I'm into it though. <laughs> That's dude. I'm sure you have like how 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 crazy is your schedule? Uh, schedule's pretty crazy right now. Um, you know, we put the we put my first single to radio back in October, and then ever since then it's just been kind of going and slowly introducing people to the music as people respond to it. Like we're starting to get more requests, like like getting to come to stuff like. Uh, golf and guitars. Yeah, absolutely. So you're going to be here May 14th, golf and guitars. And the great thing about that um, concert is that you know it goes to uh, it goes pretty much to the kids. It's the it's the it goes to the Ken Morton Foundation. But really, it's just a bunch of people coming together, playing golf, and raising money. Man, I'm into all of that. Yeah, exactly. So, are you a golfer? <laughs> uh, you know, I wouldn't call myself a golfer. Uh huh. But I, I do like to play golf. <laughs> Dude, that's that's me. Honestly, I just I kind of just, you know, go to, to you know, I don't want to say this, but get trashed and just golf. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's one of my that's one of my favorite things to do with my dad. When I go back home to Arkansas, is, uh, I, I always hope I can catch a day and go hit the golf course with my dad. That's so golf is my golf is one of my favorites. So how is he retired? My dream retirement would be to just literally play golf five days a week and just like be drunk by noon. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that really works for my dad, the Baptist preacher. Uh, but, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, uh, that golf golf is my favorite, and I I do enjoy having a a nice daddy soda on the golf course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what you do on your spare time. Like, what other hobbies do you have when you're not crazy busy like you are right now? Uh, you know, I when I'm in Nashville right now. Uh, it's hard to get me out of the house, to be honest, um, because because I, I got a three year old and I like to play with her when I'm home. Um, but if I'm if I'm hobbying and I, I I like to go play basketball a lot, um, you know that's kind of just one of the easiest things you can go to the gym and just like run around till your tongue hangs out and have a good time. Right. Um, but I, I love college football in the fall. Um, I don't play football. I don't know if uh, <laughs> you've seen any pictures of me, but uh, nobody wants me on their football team. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do I do love sports in general, and so, uh, so that that's just a, a general hobby that I love. Right. So let me. So you're you're you grew up. Was it a small town in Arkansas? It's kind of funny. So people ask me where I'm from. I I, I borderline get panic attacks because <laughs> it's a long story. You got to explain a lot. Um, but I, I did a lot of my growing up in North Mississippi. Okay. Um, it's kind of like my hometown is Corinth, Mississippi, but my home state is Arkansas. That's where all my family's from. Uh, that that's what I would consider to be home, right? Right. Um, and uh, but I, I did a lot of my growing up in in Corinth, Mississippi. Okay, but it was it like it was it small town living or was it a big? Was that a big city? Oh yeah, it, it's it's small town living. Every every town in Mississippi is a small town living. Right? <laughs> um, it was about I graduated with about ninety kids. Wow. Um, there's about sixteen thousand people in the town when I lived there. I think it, I think it's grown a little bit since then, but. Um, is that is that a city where everyone knows each other? Uh, you know, pretty much. Like you don't run a lot of you don't run across a lot of new people. Um, right. You know, everybody kind of knows everybody a little bit, and um, kind of knows knows a little bit of everybody's business. And <laughs> that's the, that's the thing about small towns, dude. Like every like 
Because I, you know, I'm mostly from bigger cities and, you know, people kind of usually mind their own business. But when you're in a small town, like my mom lives in a small town and everyone knows when I'm arriving and when I'm leaving, how long I'm going to be there. And I'm like, I don't even know you people. That's that's the truth. That's a real thing. Yeah. Um, when when I was when I was a kid, uh, I, I mentioned my dad, my dad being a preacher, like 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 our our family was the church right like like everybody everybody kind of was a strong community just around that and that that's one of my favorite things about small towns as much as it, it can get under your skin sometimes and annoy you it's it's it it's amazing how much people care and that's that's kind of at the root i think of why um you know, people are kind of tend to be in everybody's business a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and I do feel like a lot of it, you're right, is out of care. And that's the cool thing about small towns because they really do have each other's back. That is the truth. So let me now moving to a big city like Nashville. What kind of a change was that? Oh, man, it was a really cool change of pace. Uh, I've never lived in a professional sports city for one. So it's cool to get to go to Preds games, Titans games. Um, and there's just there's always something going on. It's made me more of a a foodie, right? Like I, like I enjoy good food. Bro, I enjoy the na- good restaurants. The food scene in Nashville is, is like second to none. I feel like, and people are going to hate me for saying that, but, and I feel like every time I visit Nashville, the food gets better and better and better. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. There's, there's more and more like celebrity chefs popping up. Hey, I'm going to open up a restaurant in Nashville. Right. Cool. You and everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Um, and dude, I had no it, idea. Like, like, it had been a while since I had been, and then I go back, and all of a sudden, you know, Luke Bryan has one, has a bar. Blake Shelton has a bar. Jason Aldean, like, I had no idea that so many celebrities wanted to open bars. I like to picture Luke Bryan in the back just slinging hash browns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, let me ask you this. So you moved to Nashville. Is it kind of like I'm, – I'm seeing a pattern from talking to all these new country artists. Is it kind of like you have to pay your dues writing songs for other artists before they'll they'll even consider signing you? You know, I think more it, people's budgets in 2019 are tighter than they were in like 1999, and so right. So it's less of like, hey, um, freshman, <laughs> like it's less like being hazed. More like um, people people need to see a concrete reason to take a chance on a new artist, and right. one of the most concrete reasons that you can that you can come across is like this guy's had commercial success. We know he can write a song that works at country radio. Let's give him a shot. And, uh, and I think, I think that's what it is. Um, it, it's more like a proving ground for your material. And, uh, and when people, when people see other people respond to that material, it, it's kind of an unmistakable mark of, Hey, I think this can work. Yeah. Cause I don't think a lot of people realize you're the one that wrote Justin Moore. Somebody else will, right? Yeah, I wrote that with uh, my friend Tebe and uh, and Kelly Archer. Um, Kelly Archer, she also um, co-wrote my single um, with me, "Rocking All Night Long." Yeah, I, I wrote that song and then uh, "How Not To" for Danny Shea, and um, and and those two things were really the things that kind of opened the door for me as an artist, for sure. Yeah. So so how how is it working? Do you work like directly with Justin Moore when you write a song? I've always been interested in from a, a songwriter perspective or do you just kind of give it to them and then they just hop in the studio and record it um you know so i work with uh, justin's producer jeremy stover he, his producer is my publisher right so we kind of work together and when i have a song that i think works for justin or or somebody that jeremy's working with i send it i send it to him and if he thinks you know he if he thinks it would be cool for justin or whoever he'll play it for him 
Um, and like, that was a song I was super surprised that Justin gravitated toward. Um, cause it's, you know, it's definitely a little more pop leaning than a lot of the stuff that he does. Right. But man, when he put his voice on it, that's like an undeniably country song, you know? Absolutely. And it was, I feel like it was a great fit. Now, when you, when you wrote this, when you guys wrote that song, did you have Justin Moore in mind or was it just kind of like to whoever would sing it best? Absolutely not. <laughs> like, like when they told me Justin was going to cut it, I was like, I, like my mouth was o- open. Like I didn't know what to think um, because uh, when we wrote it, it sounded more like a pop song. Um, like I said, in, in uh, I was super pleasantly surprised uh, when I got the news that Justin was going to record it. Um, because for one, I love, I love what that did for him. Um, just from getting more eyeballs on the guy, because I don't think that he is, I don't think that he gets enough credit for how great he is as a singer and as an entertainer. Um, but man, he's the, he's the real deal and uh, incredible dude. And I can't say enough about, well, yeah, anyone that's seen him live, I feel like would completely agree with what you're saying because the, the entertainment factor of him is just off the scale. Ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. He uh, he is him in, um, in a in a very very powerful way, right? He, he's always doing him. So going back to so you you said it sounded originally like a pop song. So like if say Ariana Grande would have cut it, would you have been less surprised? Uh, yeah, it, it it still had a country flavor. Like it still speaks in that country language, right? Right. Uh, but like I would have I would have you know, expected maybe a more a more pop-leaning country singer, uh, you know, to have gravitated toward that song. Got it. So, and the cool the coolest part about that though was that it was a full circle moment because Justin played a big part in getting me to Nashville, um, and so like for me to get to contribute something to his career in the same way that he like uh, essentially started mine. Like that in and of itself was um, just a huge kind of honor for me. How did how did he how did he, uh, how was he implemented in uh, getting you to Nashville? Dude, he found me. Oh, he, he found he found me playing on a local morning TV show in Arkansas when he was off the road one morning. Um, and uh, and so I was living on so making music on the side, and I was doing like a local TV show promoting um, my record that I'd done, and and he called his producer. Jeremy Stover and told him to check me out. And then Stover invited me up to start writing songs. And that just kind of turned into me getting to come to Nashville and eventually getting to move there and starting to get cuts and get a publishing deal. And um, it was pretty wild. And it all started with Justin seeing me on TV. Dude, that's so awesome. See, like, do you believe that was fate? Listen, man, there's, there's so many like uh, circumstances that had to line up just right for me to get to Nashville. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think fate does it justice. Right, exactly. It was like God was like, "Yo, you're doing this regardless of what you want." <laughs> Man, dude, it it literally felt like me and my wife were picked up out of Arkansas and dropped in Nashville. <laughs> dude, that's so. She was happy. She was happy. Um, yeah. She she loves Nashville. How is it now that you're you know you're traveling around the country? Do you travel with your family or do they kind of just stay in Nashville and wait for you to get home? They stay in Nashville. Um, you know that that is the most that is the single most difficult part of it. it it's it's part of it. That's what that's what we sign up for. And um, my my wife is the I tell people she's the real rock star. Um, 
she she works. She's a, a physician assistant, so she's like a, oh, a wow. real, real serious human being. And then you know we have we have friends and 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 people who help uh, with our daughter, you know, child care situation and stuff. Yeah. Um, but man, it's it, there. Be, the being gone is the, is definitely the hardest part. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely stuff you have to um, sacrifices you have to make in order to be successful in this uh, industry. Sometimes, for sure, for sure. You still get to see her like major moments, right? Like, do you make sure that you're home for like her birthdays and for parties and stuff oh, with her? Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's family things. Um, like like for example, I turn I turned down a a great show like opening for a great band uh for my wife's sister's wedding you know like, oh like like there's there's stuff there's stuff like that that just you just can't you can't miss like i don't care i don't care who you are um if you start missing the most important moments of life like and what's it all for anyway you know? right right so your new single, Rockin' All Night Long, what would you say is the biggest inspirational? You know what I love is the part where you say gas was cheap and radio was free. I will say radio is still technically free. <laughs> it's true. It's but true. you're referring to like, you know, streaming where you have to pay for it and then like satellite where you have to pay for it and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I'm just uh, – it's kind of a uh... – when I when I was a kid, CDs were eighteen bucks, and and you paid eighteen bucks to listen to one song over and over again. Right, <laughs> right. Um, and so we li- we just listened to the radio. Um, uh, but uh, and also I worked at a radio station when I was in high school, and and that was kind of a, a nod to driving around listening to Wild One Hundred Point Seven, the Crossroads <laughs> Number One Hit Music Station. Dude, that's awesome! I love hearing about because we. I feel like we all growing up, at least you know. Now, like we all grew up, like having our favorite radio station that we'll always remember in our hometown. Yep. So back, so back to your single. Like, what what was your like biggest inspiration for it? Was you know, obviously, it's kind of like a party song, right? No, uh, I I feel like it's. Um, Sorry, when I when you because you talk about alcohol in it, so I just assume it's about drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's all it's all the above. I, I like to tell people it's um, it's about the moments that are too good to sleep on, right? When you're a kid. It is, uh, it's running around your hometown chasing the party and chasing the girls. And, um, when you're, when you're grown, it just kind of looks different. Um, I, I remember the first, the first time when I had the idea for the song, I was rocking my daughter to sleep at night and just thinking of the ways that, um, those, those favorite memories of mine that just happened late at night, they still happen late at night. They just look a little bit different, you know? Yeah. And, um, it's a song that's a slow burn, you know. I feel like you got to get to that third verse for the song to really pay off in a lot of ways. When you get to the baby verse, right? Um, but uh, but I think that I think that when people give it a chance, uh, it it really resonates. Um, even if you don't have kids, you know. Well, yeah, because it shows how your priorities change as you grow up in life. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go from like because I remember I was actually just talking about um, you know how ten years ago my main priority in life was going around getting laid. And, you know, now that, you know, I'm starting a family, you know, I'm just married and, and, you know, it's, that's definitely not the priority, even though there are some of my friends that that's still a priority, like 12 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Some people never go out of that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And those, those are the, those are the ones that have like five different kids by five different women. But anyway, uh, (laughs) 
that being Thank said, you know. like it's it's a great song to like see the perspective of how your life goes through kind of phases, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a really good way to describe it. I love it. Let's go ahead and play your song then. Hey, what's up? This is Adam Hambrick, and you're listening to the new in Nashville. This is my new single, Rockin' All Night Long. There were Chevys and levees, whiskey and rye. Friends with no end to the summertime. Gas was cheap and the radio was free So we in those back streets And chasing good times and pretty girls Cause when you're young, your whole world is Bloodshot eyes, watch the sunrise Sleep when you die, face and life It's a full heart, falling hard Singing songs till you're in the dark And drinking up Rockin' all night long There's a knowing you know Kind of feeling you get When that light strikes on a first kiss When she smiled I had no doubts So I put a ring on the finger I was wrapped around her Midnight Holding on, giving in to what the heart wants It was a bloodshot eyes, watch the sunrise Sleep when you die, praise and laugh It's full heart, falling hard Singing songs till you're in the dark And drinking up every moment till it's gone Just rocking all night In a room pink everywhere She's got her mama smiling long as like her dad She's the best reason I ever had For a bloodshot eyes, watch the sunrise Sleep when you die 